Today's episode of GM Street is brought to you by Gamefly. Are you ready to save money and play more games? Then let me introduce you to our sponsor, Gamefly. Gamefly is the best way to buy and rent all your favorite games. At Gamefly.com, pick your favorite games and have them mailed directly to your door. Over 9,000 titles to choose from. It lets you try your favorite games and movies before you buy them. Keep the games as long as you want. You'll never have to worry about late fees and you can cancel anytime. They now even have movie rentals too. Go to Gamefly.com ringer and start your free premium 30-day trial today. The premium trial allows you to check out two games and or movies at a time. You can only get this offer by visiting Gamefly.com ringer. Now go sign up and start playing all your favorite games absolutely free for 30 days. They don't sponsor my podcast. (laughs) Welcome to GM3, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Tate Frazier, and sitting across from me in the office of the great Bill Simmons, I have Michael Lombardi and Bill Simmons himself. What's going on, everybody? What an honor. It's a great day. I mean, GM Street gets its first guest, Tate <laughs> yeah. Frazier. I mean, it's awesome. It took a while. It took like six months. Yeah. Finally... It took a dramatic Patriots trade yeah, for me exactly. to go. It's like, why are you doing a pod today? I want it. <laughs> so I thought you... we were going to have to do one last night because if I was in no condition after I, after I, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I... you've been keeping it back. So for people that don't know, uh, obviously a lot of people do know now, Jimmy Garoppolo was traded to the 49ers for a second-round pick. But it was so much bigger than that because this is like the succession plan of the next 12 years of the Patriots has been basically tossed aside. And they're saying now we think Tom Brady can play till he's 45. There's no other way to look at this. That's the only way to look at it. And then the the layer that has to be added to this is how much longer is Belichick on a coach? Because there's always been an instinct, and this isn't coming from him, this is my instinct, that he would never want to leave the organization Without a quarterback, he's always had sustainable values to him, and a handsome quarterback at that. And a That's handsome the thing quarterback, with yes, who's delivered, who's delivered, who's a really good quarterback. I think part of this whole thing for me is I watch Garoppolo, and I really like Garoppolo, and so Belichick. For me, it was like Belichick leaves the organization in good hands when he goes. Like they could have just transitioned Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and moved on, and now. There's no succession plan whatsoever. I mean, Brian Hoyer probably gets signed later today or tomorrow, but that ain't it. All right, here's my theory. And I'm glad you guys didn't do an emergency pod because I wanted to read the stories. You got to wait for stuff to trickle out. You knew emergency pod after a game, but I think something like this, you really kind of get a feel for it. So now it's been, what, 18 hours? How long has it been? About almost 18 hours, yeah. yeah. So I think they kept Garoppolo. What do we think the best offer was for Garoppolo in the spring? We don't think Cleveland put number 12 Cleveland on the table, never, right? No, Cleveland never. Cleveland's always tried to buy on 30 cents on a dollar. You know the analytical yeah. people. They're trying to buy 30 cents on a dollar. They never were in this ever. And they were never going to trade him to Houston because Houston's actually good. Right. He's smart enough not to go in conference. And I think Brady's turning 40 took a big beating in the Super Bowl last year. There's no history of a guy playing into his 40s like that, even though Brady, you know, was the most logical candidate. And I think they hedged their bets each way. And it's like, we'll keep Jimmy, ride it out. Let's see what we get from Brady this year. Let's make sure he doesn't tail off. And if he doesn't, you can't pay 12, 13 million for a quarterback who's not even going to play one. And then two, it's not fair to Jimmy. And what have we learned from Belichick over the last few years? If he feels like somebody's not all in on the team, he gets rid of them. Not that Jimmy's a bad guy. Right. No. But if get... Jimmy's a guy who can make $20 million a year as the Niners quarterback versus $10 million a year not to play as a Patriots quarterback, he's not going to be happy. And I think they hedge their bets 
and then they realize, all right, Brady's the QB. We got to we got to cut the ties here. Yeah, I think is that, that realistic, or am I am I, I, am I, I being he, too diplomatic? I, I think he closed the win- the last window was this window, but for me. He traded him to San Francisco, a place he likes Kyle Shanahan a lot. Now, Kyle Shanahan runs the organization. Let's get it clear. I mean, John Lynch has the title, but everybody works for Kyle. That's A. B, he really likes Mike Shanahan. They have a good relationship. So they're, part of him is... They're cut from the same cloth, from the exactly. same generation. So he, Belichick is pro-Shanahan family. Pro-Shanahan family, close to him. You and like the Shanahans. I love the Shanahans. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I thought they'd be a sleeper so team. So you're I'm, Shanahan over Schottenheimer. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. However, that being said, I, I and trading him to San Francisco, it really embellishes that this kid will do well in that system. So now it even makes the the Patriots look like they knew they had a good thing and they traded him. It isn't like he's going to go there like LeGarrette Blunt went to Pittsburgh or Matt Castle went to Kansas City. This guy's going to succeed. I think he did him a favor trading him there. And, but he also put him in the NFC where he And he put him in the NFC, him. which really helped. He So he could make – I think this trade came down to he's dealing with a decision maker on one end of the phone that if Kyle wanted to make the deal, the deal could go through. And it also was out of conference. But for me, part of me is like that succession plan – was in place. I mean, it was so in place. But you know who it wasn't in place for? Tate? Yeah. Any guesses? Tom Brady. No, it wasn't. You know who was like, you know what? I don't really like the succession plan. The guy who wanted to play for five more years. He didn't want this young guy breathing down his neck. And my guess, I don't think he sabotaged or anything, but I think Brady looked at this as this is a competition. They have my replacement. Everybody thinks I've won five Super Bowls. Now it's time for me to ride off into the sunset. And he like feels the opposite. He's like, put out this giant book this year about here are all the reasons I'm going to play until I'm 45, basically. And he and he's been pretty good. Yeah, he's been, really he's been 90% of what he's normally is anyway. And I think you were right about the trial period, too. So you let him go out for eight weeks. It's, it's he's a not, buffer. He, yeah, he's winning all the games. Everything is fine. It looks like the same Tom. It's like, we're content here. And who's to say Jimmy's going to do the Tom Brady thing, which is, I'm going to take less money for the good of the team. He might not be that guy. That's that's a special the, Brady thing. Well, first of all, he can't because... Because he, he's never made any money. Well, yeah. the other layer in this that, that adds intrigue, I know the JFK files got released, but there's this <laughs> yeah. could be another intrigue. Don Yee represents Tom Brady. Yeah. And he represents Jimmy Garoppolo. Boom, so, boom. But, so there's no way Don Yee's going to agree to a contract. at Because he's trying to get paid yeah. by somebody. Well, right. But it, here's the other piece of that, though. If he tries to bone over Jimmy Garoppolo in a contract to help Brady and the Patriots, what does Jimmy Garoppolo do? He fires Don Yee exactly. and gets a different agent. Mm. This so is- Don Yee's got to do right by Jimmy Garoppolo the whole time. And at some point, he looks at Belichick. He's like, what are we going to do here? Brady's going to play till he's 45. You know it. I know it. He's going to kill himself trying. Jimmy's not going to wait till he's 32 to be the quarterback. Right. He's like, there's there's 12 teams that need a quarterback. Like He's worth $20 million a year. Short of franchising Jimmy the Patriots had no way to keep this going. But also, like, how dumb would it have been to franchise a backup quarterback? Well, yeah, well... You it, can't do that. You can't. It's 23, NFL 23 yeah. million. I mean, I'm sure the Redskins probably could have figured it out, but none, <laughs> nonetheless, but, you know, they couldn't franchise him, and Yee, no matter what they offered him, Yee was going to say no. 
Ye was never going to do a deal where we'll give you ten million a sign. It'll be one million, one million, and then fifteen million. You know, like and one then of those how does deals. he explain that to Brady? He can't. He could never do that deal. He could yeah. never do a deal. Brady's like, what? So my you made you a just, deal for so my you, successor? Yeah, where, you what have if a they trade me for when I'm done? Yeah. Tate, Lombardi and I are too close to this. You have no stake at all other than the fact that Steph Curry tweeted at you right before we <laughs> so this I'm podcast and yeah, rattled. We had to yeah. change your outfit. Like you were just now nah, nah, you having a driver now drive you to work PR out? firm. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it, really tough. Tate, I got, Tate's gonna, gonna be my gone. agent on the line is Jimmy Garoppolo. Tate's agent. leaving the ringer. Tate's the new succession plan. But you have no you have no uh skin in this game. You heard they were trading Jimmy Garoppolo. What was your reaction? I thought that they were gonna trade for a defensive player. I don't flip the pick for I'm fine with the second round pick. I think that's better. I think we heard third round right in the spring. It was like a third round and a pick. I just don't know why you don't say thanks for the second rounder. Can I also get Ray Ray McDonald? Like, why can't they get someone on defense? Like a pass rusher? What like what about a pick swap down the road where you go? All right, second rounder. But if you win 10 games with Jimmy in the next two years, we get the right to swap second round for a third or something like it felt like they could have gotten a little more I, I that was my reaction was to get him for a second round pick okay? straight up straight up but we should say a great second round pick correct this is but somewhere the niners, 33 34 35 but if you're the niners and you look at it from their vantage point they give up a second round pick they're now going to have a top five pick yeah that they don't need to pick a quarterback for right so now they could trade that top five pick and start going all the way down and pick the guy they want and, call, and recoup that yeah. and basically end up trading. With, they could, you know, with the 16th pick and the 36th pick and it's, you and know, basically, basically the same thing. Same thing, get the same players. So to me, it put them in perfect position. They look, could be like the Tennessee Titans a little bit when they didn't need a quarterback and they traded golf to the Rams or was it, or when? Well, would you see? So they moved from two to three, right? Yeah. They picked up an extra thing, which then they flipped to Jimmy. So right. basically. What they get from going from two to three? They got Reuben Foster and Jimmy, basically. Right. They got Reuben. No. Well, they traded their original one, so they still have the Bears too. That's right. So they, yeah, they yeah. still have so the Bears too. However, it works. They did a nice they job. They did a nice job. And now I, that- I'm a Jimmy believer. I don't think he's. I don't think he'll be a, a top five quarterback, but I think he's certainly at that next level. All right. So if you were drafting players, Matt Schaub, Matt Ryan, Jimmy Garoppolo, all played Matt for Schaub. They played for Kyle Shanahan and uh, played well. So you put just think Jimmy in that offense with Matt Schaub did or what 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 Matt Ryan did last year. We see the decline in Matt Ryan. I mean, Shanahan's a really really good quarterback coach, and I think this is where Garoppolo gets the benefit. Belichick did him a huge favor. Could you imagine if he traded him to Cleveland in that mess, or traded him somewhere where he didn't have a quarterback? He gets him to a guy who can really coach a quarterback. Do you think is there a possibility that in April they were like, "Can you trade Jimmy? He's ready to run a team," and Belichick said. Hold on. Let's make sure Tom Let's, is the same time. I believe in Jimmy. Can we at least give this? Can we at least go in October? And if Tom is still Tom, and I feel like I can get a couple more years out of him, I promise you, I'll trade him. I, I think that I think that Belichick got to the last window. I think it was hard for him. I don't. I you listen to that press conference today. That didn't seem like a man. He seemed dejected by the whole situation. Yeah, I don't think he really. I don't think this is something that he didn't really. So, want. what do you think of the conspiracy theory that Kraft made him do the trade? Well, Kraft, you know, Kraft and Brady, it, it to me, it looks to me on the surface when you look at this thing is that whatever plans they had, there were detours at every end, whether it was Kraft, whatever. Brady's play this year closed the window. And yeah. Don Yee not being able to do an extension closed that other window. 
You know so, what's a bad idea? Having the exact same agent as the guy who has the job it was you want. Just, it How was about just, this? Get another agent. Yeah. Well, it was happenstance, right? So G has Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm in Cleveland. He has him. I get fired, go to, to the Patriots. He still has him. But at some point, you would have thought when Jimmy was there, this is the kind of kid Jimmy is, right? Jimmy would have said, I can't have the same agent as Tom Brady. I got to fire you and get somebody else. He stuck with him the whole time. And that's the thing. Everybody loves Jimmy. My question is... The couple of people I talk to who know things, they're watching Jimmy day in and day out. And it, and you don't make this trade and leave yourself without a backup quarterback for this season because you have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Unless you think if Brady gets hurt, if I put Jimmy in, we can't win the Super Bowl. Yeah, right? I've, heard, I've heard that before. I don't buy that. You don't buy that one? I don't okay. buy that one because I think Jimmy could – because I think if Jimmy, Jimmy – on this Patriots team with how bad the front seven is with no Edelman – yeah, but with Jimmy, the offensive line a little I think what shaky. you would see if Jimmy were the quarterback. Now, Brady's throwing the deep ball really well, but I think you would see more out of Brandon Cooks if Jimmy were the player. I think they I would feel change. like Lombardi's in a little bit of pain right now. I, I love think Jimmy. he was I shocked he was by this trade. Jimmy. I think he was think excited he was. about the future. I think you were excited for the succession <laughs> well, you know, plan. Part, I mean, my, my whole makeup is a builder of teams, and this is like I, the, a pillar comes down. Yeah. Like, this is like – you want to be able to do what Ted Thompson did, go from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, and and this is like that high second. So level. you think you think he's potentially Aaron Rodgers? I think. I mean, not not as good as Aaron Rodgers, well, I think but like in that level. And that's why I quoted the three quarterbacks that have played for this guy. I mean, he's made look. We see it this year. Steve Sarkeesian has taken Matt Ryan back to who Matt Ryan really is. Last year, Matt Ryan was the MVP of the league, averaging over nine yards. This guy is a really good quarterback coach. He'll run a really good offense. My question to you, was there ever, a when they win the Super Bowl, the Patriots win the Super Bowl, did Bill Belichick and Kraft ever sit down and say, we should have the talk with Tom, like what they had with Favre, and say, we appreciate everything you've done for us. We think we're going to go with Jimmy and we're going to move forward in a different... Like, here's, could, could that here's ever the cross their mind? Here's the difference. Because nobody remembers this now, but Favre was really bad when they made that move. Yeah. Favre had a bad season. They went 4-12. Right. and 12. Right. Brady... Wins goes the Super the, Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Brady won the Super Bowl and then comes in this year and considering like having Edelman taken away right before the season started, having these new receivers, Gronk, you don't know whether you can rely on him game to game. The O-line hasn't been that good. Um, they've had to keep the ball a lot to keep the defense off the right. field. They've had to change the way they play. He's actually been really good this season. If mm -hmm. you if you look at Roethlisberger, if you look at Rivers, if you look at Eli, and you look at their statistical n numbers, the last they're all trending down. Brady's numbers this year, the last year, are exactly the same. Yeah, and even With, though in different in different circumstances, right, the difference is he's not as effective on third down in the red zone, which could be partly Edelman's fault. It could be the all line. I mean, he's not making plays on third down the red zone. So there's no you can't go in there if you said, look, we should just keep Jimmy and get rid of Brady. You really don't have a case to make. I mean, you're a lawyer with no real evidence to support other than the fact you say, well, he's 40 years old, he's going to eventually go. It's That's funny. Your I only heard case. Mm -hmm. I heard Cower today talking about how. This is the most loaded offense Tom Brady's ever had, and I'm, I'm like, we don't have a third down receiver, right? If it's Do you think he watched five, 2007, or I, he I just don't forgot know if he's it. watched the Patriots this year because, you know, Rex Burkhead, even the limited possessions he had in this last game, at least when he's in there, you know, we can run and throw, right? Right, but they still don't have the third and five. Brady's just locked in telepathically with one guy, like, all right, man, yeah, run over the middle, and I'll hit. We don't have that. So I would I would say this is one of the worst offenses he's had. It might be from a fantasy football talent standpoint a good offense, but 
I think he's really struggled trying to figure out how it fits him. So my question about what the Patriots are now is we thought they were going to make it. We talked about Landry being a potential guy. We talked about maybe even T.Y. Hilton. So we thought they were going to address something off. Or a second tight end, I actually thought was the yeah, most realistic. Yeah, or like realistic. Eric Ebron. If he, he yeah. was apparently out there being shopped, why, you know, maybe make that move. So they don't do any of that. They no. basically stay where they are. Which I don't, means I don't think he thinks this is a Super Bowl team. I think that's how it feels. I mean, he seemed sad. I think he feels like this is a team. I think if they could have gotten a defensive tackle, I think they would have done that. I think if they could have got a defensive end, they could have done that. The receiver, whether Hogan's out a week, two weeks, I mean, eventually they'll get Mitchell might come back. Mm -hmm. You know, Mitchell could come back. Offensively, they have to get better. Everybody has to get better. But defensively, I think the other thing we didn't talk about when they traded Brissett this summer, you could not have possibly thought you were going to trade. Garoppolo in October. It just yeah. It, so that's that's yeah, you went from three really like you went from disconnect. three NFL quarterbacks. The room was to one. filled. Brissett probably wasn't going to make the team because you felt like you know you had two quarterbacks. It would take two injuries to get to him. Now all of a sudden you've traded Brissett and now you've traded Garoppolo and you went from a really good room to one guy in the room. That to and me, he mentioned that in the press conference today. Yeah, he said we we had an unbelievable quarterback situation and. Like yeah, he acknowledged it. I mean, not, but I, but 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 the not to be, you know, not to be Oliver Stone here and start a conspiracy theory. But the reality here is, I think he saw his team, and that team when he traded Brissett this summer, he thought was really good. I mean, they're nine point favorite against nine and a half point favorite against the Chiefs on opening day. Yeah. I think everybody thought they were really good, right? They see this team, and all of a sudden, they got a lot. Of, we got a lot of holes. Wait a minute. We got a lot of problems. I think it's the worst Patriots team since the 09 team. I, I would agree with that. I, I, maybe since Brady. Doesn't and, mean they can't win the Super Bowl. No, but. because in 13, they played in the conference championship game, and I didn't think that team was very good either. Right. You know, but that they, team was pretty banged up. Yeah, they were hurt. They, yeah. Everybody was hurt. But this team, I think the other factor in this is we got way more holes than I ever thought possible. Well, and how do we fix them if we don't start getting some draft picks? And to yeah, carry well, a backup quarterback. Speaking of that. Don't forget about the first round pick they didn't get from the stupid Deflategate thing, right. which would have, which would have been, you know, a defensive lineman. Which and then they traded the, the the first rounder this year for Brandon Cooks, mm-hmm. and you're starting to feel the effects. And this is what happened in 09 and 2010. They missed a couple drafts. They just had a couple bad drafts, right? And yeah. it always feels like when you miss those drafts, like three years later, that's when you really start to feel right. it with your team. When you trade for a receiver. And you give up a one. You you're telling yourself, at least from the Belichickian school, your team's really good, right? We don't really have anything. Yeah, you're saying need. this is the missing piece. This is the for missing us to go piece. And one. You know, and I think I think for all the talk about what a great offseason they had, I think their offseason, as we look back on it, wasn't as good as they think it was. And I think that's the big big issue. Dwayne Allen was has been disappointing, right? He's been horrible. I thought Dwayne Allen would be yeah. a much better player for him. Yeah. But he's been a disappointment. And Burkhead got hurt. Burkhead got hurt. Gilmore. Gilmore's played, been a catastrophe. They mm-hmm. played better with Batamosi. Not at popular name in my dad's house right now. Yeah. Absolutely so, not. The Gilmore's, Bills won that They've played one. better yeah. with Johnson Batamosi at corner than right. they have with. Who the, I didn't know who that was three weeks ago. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, he was an elite special teams player. Played was with me at the Browns, an elite special teams guy, great gunner, kickoff, played at Stanford. Nobody would ever give this kid a chance to play any corner. He came finally. Got, he got a little bit of a. Ch- he couldn't play in Detroit for a corner. They would never play him. Came there and he's played well because he tackles and they'll do what they ask him to do. 
Akeem, we... Akeem Hicks hurt too. Oh yeah, that, they, that's the they killer. They cut ties on with a couple guys right. that have hurt. So go back three years. So Chandler got... Jones, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking right. about Jamie Collins, but, but, but that's Akeem a great Hicks. conversation because if you go back, so they have Akeem Hicks, got Jamie Collins, you got Chandler Jones, you got Dante Hightower. Who's the big nose tackle? Alan and, Branch. And you got Alan Branch. Yeah. You got all these guys. You got to resign, and you only have so many, so much money to do it with. Trey Chandler Jones, good trade. And the only time they've shown that they're willing to really give out the big money is Seymour, right? Richard Seymour was the only one that I can remember getting a big deal. Well, yeah, and Gilmore got a huge deal. Him. But yeah, yeah the, the Gilmore. I thought the Gilmore signing was perplexing when it happened because I thought it meant they were going to trade Butler, and then they didn't trade him, and it was very anti-Belichick because normally yeah. he thinks and about, it's hurt Butler's value. But that's what this I mean. Yeah. It, he thinks about the ramifications on the player. And in this case, it's like, we're not paying, not only are we not paying you, but now we're going to pay this guy instead. And you're probably, you might be better than this guy and he's going to make a lot more money than you. Right. And you're going to have to earn his contract. And I think it really hurt Butler. It was he's like, admitted it. It was like that kid that they signed from the Ravens, the outside linebacker, remember years ago? Oh, Adelius Thomas. Adelius yeah. Thomas. So, but the other thing is, so they had these guys and the one guy they chose to sign. And if you would have put me under a lie detector and said, who were they going to keep? Chandler Jones. Jamie I would have, Collins. Jamie, I would, the last guy I would have said would have been Hightower. Only because, not because not Hightower is not a good player. Injury. Injuries, durability. And they went ahead and paid Hightower. Now, and then they two- paid Gilmore, who also has durability right. issues. So now they paid Hightower, and he's and he's got durability. It's a two year contract; they can get out of it next year. But that would, if you just said Chandler Jones or Hightower, I'm taking Chandler Jones. You just said Hightower or Collins. Collins is a little bit of a that was a whole other set of yeah, issues. That was a chemistry thing, you know. But but to me, that's where I think. And then the key, Akeem Hicks, Alan Branch. Akeem Hicks back. is a disaster because that that guy, the Bears fans love him. He is a great player. Like you bring him up to Robert Mays and he starts like hyperventilating. He gets <laughs> so he excited. Is a, I thought he was jumping. But they also others. they missed on Coney Coney Eli. Ely, yeah. Ely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because they bit that that little trade, and I think they thought he was going to be their second star pass right, rusher. Well, they flopped it. They moved down about eleven spots for Ely, which ended up being you know, and he's played good for the Jets. I mean, make no, you know, and yeah. so that I. But again, the landscape when they traded Brissett to where the landscape is now, they thought this team was a lot better than they think it is right I now. I still feel like Lombardi deep down feels like Kraft made. Belichick do this. <laughs> yeah, this was definitely something. It it's it's hurting him as he's speaking. It breaks my heart. Jim Cunningham, if we put Lombardi to a lie detector test, do you think, what do you think he would say? I think yeah, I think we're all. I don't know if I could pass the light attack. I don't think I could. Michael Lombardi, you are not the father. I would. I would have to get. I would have to get somebody to come in. But here's the thing. I. I mean, I love Tom Brady. I don't want to be perceived as. I love Tom. And by Brady. the way, I love I feel Bill like Belichick. You guys are slighting him right now. Nope. He's no, gonna he's gonna do all. the Jordan thing. He's I gonna he's, he's gonna, gonna like play. put a little bulletin board in the room by himself, sitting in the dark, just watching tape. He's got I no hope friends he hears now. This. It's gonna be great. Uh, no, I, I will love say Tom this. Brady. He is better athletically, and he throws the deep ball better than he did five years ago. And it makes no sense, but all I know is what, what I'm watching. Finally, I think he has figured out. out this pliability and this dieting and this sleeping, all this stuff. He. He figured out how to reshape his body and his brain and everything to be more competent. And it makes no sense. And especially after like, you know, all the PD stuff we've had over the last three decades, mm-hmm. obviously I'm a little nervous about it because we've we've learned over the years not to trust right. athletes in their can... late thirties, early who yeah. but <laughs> then you see the reasoning. I read his whole book. It's like yeah, this makes sense. I could probably do this if I was a complete maniac who played professional athlete, or professional he's, sports. Or he's a replicant. 
or he's an yeah, alien. Yeah, we don't. I mean, it's one or the other. But regardless, he's still playing and he's still good. The thing I want to talk to you guys about is the tipping of the scales in the AFC East. When they started the season, it was surefire. The Patriots are going to win the AFC East. Like go undefeated. Do. People are talking about yeah. going undefeated. The Buffalo Bills are a team now with McDermott, Bean. They're making a bunch of moves. They look like they're a contender. Tyrod Taylor looks like a suitable quarterback that can take them deep in the playoffs right now. They trade for Kelvin Benjamin, a third-round pick, I, a seventh-round pick. Can I debunk this in 30 seconds? <laughs> yeah, please do. Let's just go through their schedule. Okay. I know you love the Bills. Lombardi, on this podcast. I think McDermott, McDermott is scary. I think he was I saying think that. Really good. Scary. He changed the culture, all yep. that stuff. But they're 5-2. and two. Just going to go through these. I think they lose to the Jets. Go Mickey. Jets but I, Thursday night. That's a weird game. That's I a could, weird game. Yeah. Could the, be five the, and three, right? Look, the Jets have had two 14 point leads in the four. I mean, they've been really close. Jets are, they linger. They they're linger. They're, they're, linger for anybody. they're the classic 55 minute team. The classic. Home for the Saints next week. Although, I think they go, they win one, lose one, right? Mm-hmm. One and one. Yeah. I think so. They'll always beat a, a, a Mar. Like the Saints defense is good. It isn't great. Okay. At Chargers, at KC, home for the Pats. They can go two yeah. out of three there. They would be lucky. So at least three losses of those five. Right. So now now we're at seven and four. No, they'd have five losses at that point. Then they're home for Indy, home for Miami, at New England, at Miami. I don't think they get to 10 wins. When did they? Yeah, they got I just New, don't. I don't think, I think they get to 10 beat, wins. They'll beat New They'll. It'll be a hard game. When is that New England game? It's week in, 16. In Buffalo. Because that game's going to get flexed. I mean, we're going to have Al Michaels in Buffalo. That is uh, the home game? Yeah. So that's week 13. I don't think they can flex that one. Oh, okay. Because that's going to be a good game. Mm. That'll, be a, that'll be a four o'clock start. I don't think we see second half of the year. One team goes up and like three teams go down. I think but as been much re- as I like the Bills, I think they go resilient. down. Yeah. They, they have had, they traded Marcel Darius. They, they, they've been resilient with everything they've done. This is a great one for you. Like Lombardi loves culture, which is why, you know, the Deshaun Watson case, which beyond you were making it all last spring, it wasn't just the talent thing. It was like, if the Browns bring this guy in, this guy will change right. the culture in right. Cleveland. They have a horrible culture. This guy will change that. Buffalo, it seems like a lot of the moves they made were all about who wants to be here, who's going to play hard, who actually wants to earn minutes on the field. Every move they've made has gone that way, which is, Tate, why would they trade for Calvin Benjamin? I think they're just... Your the, least favorite Panther. <laughs> they're the Panthers of the North. I mean, the, McDermott and Bean have basically just poached everyone they liked in Carolina. They brought a bunch of guys up there. They got everyone in Buffalo to buy in. Oh, I forgot about... So that's right. They, they have, have Carolina Tol- ties with them. Right? Right? They, they have a bunch Tolbert. Of- I mean, they have all these guys that they liked as locker room guys that really they, they thought made everyone buy in and galvanized each other. LaShawn McCoy, they loved. I mean, he said that from the start. He's like, this guy's a leader of our yeah. team. Tyrod's a great right. leader of the team. I like Ty- we always like Tyrod. We always talked about Tyrod's him a, let me as look, a sleeper. Could you imagine if Tyrod was on Denver? Oh could you imagine God. if Dyra was on Denver, like what they could do, moving him around and doing all that stuff? Simeon's got to be hurt, though, right? Oh, he's terrible. Uh, well, I mean, I hope, is he I hurt? hope he's hurt. Hurt or bad would be a good thing. <laughs> <I, I, we laughs> like, I Ch- hope Tim, he's hurt. Simeon's an eight-game quarterback. That's about all he is. But I think that the, Chip Kelly deserves a ton of credit for the Bills because Chip Kelly traded. He gets the Super Bowl ring. Chip Kelly traded LaShawn McCoy because he didn't fit the culture in there. Yeah, what culture is that? 
And so he went to Buffalo, and really, LaShawn McCoy changed who he was. Mm-hmm. LaShawn McCoy was embarrassed. He did this. They got a new – like, he's become like a leader. If you would have said three years ago that, that LaShawn McCoy is a leader in the – no way. Like, this guy was leaves no tip on money, was all about himself. I want a new contract. He's become the spokesman for the Bills. Like, if you guys don't want to be here, get out. Like, you never have seen a Bill player complain about trading Darius or trading Parker. or Sammy Watkins. Sam, none of that. None of that. They've all bought in. And now they take Benjamin, and I think they have a locker room. They feel like they can handle Benjamin. It's interesting because in the AFC, 9 and 7 might get that second wild card. Because mm-hmm. if you go through all the divisions... The AFC West is self-combusting. Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, they're, AFC South is just a nine and seven morass. The same conversation. Yeah, There's no terrible. second good AFC North team. And Den- Denver has know. their last stand in Philly this week. This is it. If Denver can't beat Philly in there, because then they have the Patriots coming off the. Denver should have lost by forty points yesterday. It, it, if they was, don't, if Andy doesn't run that. I mean, play. Right. I mean why the did they they that? kept saying it was a great play by the safety the guy the ball was like was, instead of hitting a three iron he, sh- he should have hit instead of hitting a six iron the guy should have hit a three iron it was like four yards short it wasn't a great play i could have caught that yeah. it was horrible it's really bad i think it's going to be the bills or like the raiders chart one of those that raiders are done you, raiders you, are done chargers probably chargers bills are going to be in this they're going to flip it around the Chargers. The, that AFC wildcard spot will be fun. That could actually be a good game when they go out west. Can I just one last to wrap up the Patriots thing, and then you can run an ad for one of our great sponsors? <laughs> is it just possible there is no conspiracy? That yep. it's just like in April, Don Yee was saying, like what we discussed before, Don Yee's like, hey, man, can you trade Jimmy? It's time for him to run a team. And Belichick said, give me six months. I just want to make sure We're Tom can really play until age 43. And if he can, I promise you I'll trade him before the deadline. And then we got to like week seven and Don Yee was like, hey, man, you promised me. Like, we've been good soldiers here. Come on. And then he just goes to Shannon. And my question is, why not call the Browns and try to get one of those first rounders? Well, he didn't want to go deal with the Browns. I mean, you can't. Because he, he didn't want to leak out? Well, A, the Browns would, you get the Browns on the phone. They have to check with this person, check with that. There's no way they were going to make they a deal. They got to check with Billy Bean. They got to check with Well, you know guy. the Haslam's will have Hugh Jackson's at the back no matter but, what. Yes, that's, that's right. right. No, that's right. It's, it's, it's great that, that Tate Frazier brought this up because <laughs> Hugh Jackson has come out twice now and said the Haslam has had his back. And yet the Haslam's haven't been quoted in either of the, the, the times, <laughs> right. which means they don't have his back right but nobody's figured that out i love so, but, but that that's a sign that you're the people that uh you're the boss of don't trust you when they're saying publicly how they're t- like if <laughs> if people that work for the ring are like bill simmons has my back i'm yeah. like why the fuck are you saying that <laughs> exactly <laughs> what are you doing like i'm a crazy person that's exactly the point what, what, what are you doing so but i i, I think that I, I don't think there's a conspiracy theory. I just think to me it's shocking knowing how organized and, and future-oriented the franchise is that they would make the deal. But look, I think he made the deal, put the kid in the greatest spot. If he were to go to pick a spot to put a quarterback in, San Francisco he would He took cop. care of him. He took really good I just care want, of him. I want to believe in a world where Bill Belichick is a nice guy who took care of a guy who I, I waited believe a in long that world, time and I for think his he job. Did. I think he took care of him. I think there's no doubt he took care of him. I'm going to root for Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco, Tate. Yeah. I'd, Tate doesn't care. Tate's going to go work for Steph Curry and Under Armour. He's already out. He's at the door. I just feel bad for Kirk Cousins. I just I wanted Kirk Cousins to have a new How home. How can you feel bad for him? He's going to make a billion dollars next year. No matter He's going to own the Redskins by the end of it. Yeah, I know, where does but, he go now? Oh, he can know. go to Pittsburgh. He can yeah. go to Denver. Pittsburgh? Jacksonville. Why not? Where's Roethlisberger going to be? He's talked about retiring already. Have you watched Roethlisberger? I mean, Roethlisberger is like the NBA guy who used to be able to dunk and can't dunk anymore. 
Like you, when you watch him play Griffin, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> too soon. Oh yeah. I too mean, soon. when you watch him, you, like God, that was a bad throw. And then he makes a couple. He like his lower body has no strength in his lower body. Amari Stoudemire. Exactly. Amari Stoudemire. That's a good I, one. I mean, just, it, just the, keep the Blake fans from going. You know what's and frustrating he can play about on him instincts, though? right? Yeah. But better who have the throws that make you always oh, back. Yeah, one or two. Right? <laughs> I had that in the KC game. He had a couple. Yeah, couple like he's back. Outs. And, I'm like, oh Ben, yeah. here he comes. But then he's not. Then he, then he disappears for a while. That, look. The Giants, I mean, there's there were 14 teams before the trade. We talked about it that would be a, needed quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And that we were counting the Bengals as one of them. And look, so Kirk, the, the the market for Kirk Cousins I is going to be believe, as robust as ever. I can't believe the Browns traded down from the 12. Uh, the Wentz trade is defensible to me. They didn't totally believe in him. They got a shitload for him. But the they just could have taken Watson. They could have had Miles Garrett and Deshaun Watson. Like here's our team. I they still think they got confused. Around these guys. I think they pay, they think they thought they picked the right Deshaun, but they picked the wrong Deshaun. I mean, you think they had their? I just the, think the they Deshaun had it mixed board? up. They were just like Deshaun. Oh, right there. That's I talked to a Sal about this on Monday. Kaiser can't throw a twelve yeah, yard straight pass. <laughs> he could, but to correct, like, like, you said you didn't watch the TV him in college. right there. I don't know if he could hit it. And you 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 gave yourself an out saying, "Look, I don't like I don't watch college football." And as you were saying that, I'm saying to myself, "I do watch college football." And he couldn't do it at Notre Dame. Yeah, right. like that was the it problem. was like clearly he was inaccurate. And like, yeah, and and with Watson, I watched him once, and I'm like, "Oh, that guy's a star." Yeah, like like. But I felt that way about Vince Young. I think Vince Young had had personal issues that exactly. prevented him from making it. This Watson kid clearly has no issues at all and is special. Right. And he's and he makes everybody else around him better. I mean I mean uh, who's happier than DeAndre Hopkins on the planet? Oh my God. Bill O'Brien. Well, Bill O'Brien, who started like Tom Savage. Started yeah. Tom Savage over. I had a shot. Yeah. You're not ready yet. We're going to Tom Savage. I have Savage. a feel that Tom Savage can lead us to Tom 20 Savage points. Tom Savage a game manager. Yeah. Tom Savage deserves a contract after that. Whoever his agent is, he really figured that one out. That was good. Tate, do you think... When you when you work with Steph Curry, <laughs> you'll host this podcast. Yeah, it'll I'm be gonna, like an like my an goal, interrupted type thing. I, I said this when I started doing media. My goal was to be the Ahmad Rashad to Stephen Curry. I, I just didn't play you're, football you're or anything. Close, man. He just tweeted at you. <laughs> I'm starting it right now. That's my campaign. Just this to be Ahmad Rashad. You've you've had his back to the bitter end, and this is like much like Belichick with Tom Brady. Yeah, no doubt. But <laughs> I will say, as a Pats fan, I was worried forever that this was going to end badly. The way it started with Bledsoe and Brady and Belichick just shanking Bledsoe because he wants to win and that's all he cares about. I, I think the and the circle of life was going to end it that's with Brady. That's why I think Brady deserved to get the Bledsoe treatment. Like, you know, he did it to the old Why? guy before. He, he didn't do anything. What did he do? The guy got hurt. <laughs> He's I already think, done this. I think two things have racked their decision. I think Hightower making those two plays in the Super Bowl. Mm. I think that gave a sense of, the, you know, there was a sense of, of there there is a heart that beats in New England. Yeah. And Brady's five Super Bowls, clearly. It was like, this is not the best business decision you can make for the long term. It's the best decision you can make for the short term. This is the death of the Patriots, potentially. You mm. know, that's why I would think most people would be rejoice. Most anti-Patriot people would be saying, we, we're, we're in three years, we could be doomed. We could be picking in the top five. Because we don't have a court. That's what I'm saying Brian about the Hoyer. Bills. I think that they are they are saying that we're the new team. We're going to be the, the class Bill, of the AFC East. The in Bills two have years. cap. I mean, the Bills. A lot of teams have said that too. <laughs> but <laughs> get in line. <laughs> you know, the time to draft a quarterback is when you don't need one, and that's when we pick Garoppolo. And now they need a backup quarterback, and they don't have 
They don't have. He's crestfallen. They don't have it's a team. Hurt. He had the whole succession plan in his they head. They don't have a team. It's rattled. They don't have a team that can a- allocate an asset to a backup quarterback because they have so many holes somewhere else. Could they bring Brissett back? Does your dad back? realize this now? Does he realize that? I said yesterday, I called my, I FaceTimed my dad and he answered and he said, We don't have a backup quarterback. Our quarterback's 40. We don't have a backup quarterback. Who's our back? Like he was just so flustered. But I think they should bring Mark Brunel back to be the backup just so they have the oldest quarterback room in history. That'd be fun. Well, happen. we're getting Hoyer, right? You are getting Hoyer. But see, they had to cut Hoyer. Hoyer has so many guarantees in his contract, it's complicated. So by the 49ers releasing him, they'll pay him the yeah, remaining him guarantee. Mm-hmm. And then they can get him on the – if they put him in the trade, then the Patriots have to redo the contract. It becomes too too messy. Ugh. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and talk about more trades and some people that need to get insulted by Mr. Mike Lombardi. Mm. Quick break to get a word from our sponsor, Wish. Want to save big? Then you need Wish, the mobile mall app that connects you to thousands of merchants. Wish makes it easy to shop fashion, shoes, electronics, kitchen gadgets, and more directly from the makers. That way you pay 60 to 90% less than what you'd pay in a store. No markups and no overpay. Over 300 million smart and thrifty shoppers have discovered Wish. They even have an outlet section complete with products from amazing brands like Polo, Champion, Wrangler, and even Hanes. Look at you, Michael. And if you can wait a few weeks for delivery, you'll get lower shipping prices than almost anywhere else. No wonder it's the number one shopping app on the App Store and Google Play and the highest rated mobile shopping app in the world. Plus, all you basketball fans will be glad to know that Wish is the official mobile shopping partner of the Los Angeles Lakers. I wonder if you have any of the big baller brand sneakers yet. Come on. And now, for our listeners, Wish is offering all new users a free gift with purchase, but dedicated Wish lovers don't worry about being left out. All listeners can get 20% off your purchase by using the code RINGERNFL. Just download and open the Wish app, find things you didn't even know you needed, and enter the code RINGERNFL for 20% off your purchase. All right, we're back. More trades to talk about. Obviously, today was a trade deadline. Ended at four. A fun trade deadline, finally. Yeah, four p.m. It felt like I, for the first there time was, I could remember. I was actually monitoring my phone. Actually, and my I think Twitter. there's less than there was. I know that 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 there were a few teams that were trying. Like Philadelphia was trying to get a tackle late. They didn't. They didn't make a deal on on it. They turned down a couple things. I Mistake. Think, yeah, because uh, New they, England was trying to get too a, close. New England was looking for some help. I think Indianapolis was willing to get rid of pretty much most of their roster for whatever anybody wanted to pay. Nobody wanted to pay it. I'm actually surprised that after the the deal today, that the Benjamin deal was the only one that really came through. After the Ajay deal, I thought the Benjamin. I, I thought there'd be more. I wanted to ask you about. So Marty Hurdy makes a deal. We talk about the Kelvin Benjamin trade, third and seventh rounder, and. He's the interim GM. For people that don't know, Herney was there from 2003 to 2011. I mean, you can he leaves. Him. He's never leaving. He's. The, I mean, he got. Fired. Why does he haunt me, Lombardi? Why does he want to do this to me? He's the owners. He and the owner are tight. I mean, they. The owner wants to make sure the payers get paid. Marty will take care of them. He's the only guy in the history of the NFL that doubled down on two running backs and gave him multiple. Well, not only dollars. that, he if, he gave Jake Delhomme twenty million dollars with no offset clause in his contract, so he could double dip with the Browns. Most teams, if you'd have done that, they would take you like he would be an Elba. You know where Elba is. That's where they sent Napoleon after they threw him out of France. <laughs> that's that's where he would be in most organizations. So He'd time be to go to land, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Time to go. Bring your toothbrush. Yeah. Well, was he the Ooh. guy who picked Christian McCaffrey eighth? Uh, no. No, that was Gettleman. That was Gettleman. Tate and I talked about this before my podcast. I thought McCaffrey was going to be awesome. I paid $20 for my fantasy league. 
he's not awesome. And if you're taking a running back in the top 10, that guy has to be Leonard Fournette. It's got to be like the all-time short thing. It's got to be Zeke Elliott. This guy, I'm not sure what he is. Hey, see, is I, he Rex I, Burkhead? I, I liked McCaffrey, but I've made this mistake. We drafted Eric Metcalf. So you, and so what I learned from the Eric Metcalf thing, and Tate and I talk about this all the time, is you end up running plays for McCaffrey. You don't we call him office. Percy Harvinitis. Exactly. And so this well, we is thought what McCaffrey was going to be better than Percy Harvin and Eric Metcalf. But, they, they, but right now, if I'm if I'm them, if I'm the Carolina Panthers, and I just traded Benjamin, I I go in and tell McCaffrey, you're you can, a wide receiver. You're a wide receiver. Because the are, problem with him at running back is he gets tackled by the first guy that hits him. Right. He just goes down. And he they also go- know that they're not going to run the ball. Right. right. I mean, it, 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 completely, it's a fake, you, you watch the defense. They make adjustments when they see McCaffrey like come pass. in. They're right. like, okay, little It's screen. the same thing that happens in Philadelphia with all their backs. They know they can't pass protect, so they attack the pocket. It's the same thing. with I mean, McCaffrey can't win a matchup. So I think this trade, the Benjamin deal today. You was, make McCaffrey a wide receiver. Yes, I think it was a way to clear it up and give Samuels a chance because they have these two young players that drafted first and second. They like both players. They got to give them a chance to play. So who do I pick up in fantasy then? Samuels. I would pick up Samuels, yeah. He's okay. probably out there. Nobody has him. Yeah, he's the Ohio State kid. I mean, he's basically the better version of Christian McCaffrey, but he doesn't get the the play calls right now because Shula loves McCaffrey. If Tate was in charge, they would have drafted a roll. tackle at eight, <laughs> and they would have drafted three Cohen with or, like the last pick of the third. Or they round. heard him yeah. say that on the yeah. pod, and he's right. He, they needed a tackle, and I then mean, Steph Curry would have called in a favor, and t- and then Tate and Steph would have run the Curry Panthers. Could break more tackles than Christian McCaffrey, from what I've I think, seen. So. Well, all right, that, James White something. or Christian McCaffrey? Who are you going with? James White. Well, that same no. problem. Right now, yes. Same problem with both guys. When they're in the game, you know we're right, probably exactly, passing. Exactly, right. Except and it Jay- didn't matter in the Super Bowl because we had to pass every had down. To pass every play, so it was, yeah. That's why Burkhead, at least when Burkhead's in, it's like, oh, we might same, run the And the, the same ball, thing maybe. with Deion Lewis. I mean, he's the best inside runner they have on their team. I mean, so those two players, that's why they got better when White's role went back to what it was last year. So the Benjamin trade, you were never totally happy with Benjamin as a Panther fan. As the number one. I don't think he's a number you one You thought receiver. he was like a number two or number two and a half. Yeah, exactly. And then you needed to get a number. Basically, I didn't, they didn't need to be content with, hey, we have Funches and Benjamin. We have our one, two. Because Benjamin's basically a tight end. Right. I, I mean, never knew whether to blame Benjamin or Cam, but there was a lot of third and nine. Benjamin's open, but the pass is kind of over his head, and he never Benjamin? totally catches How it. How do you overthrow Benjamin? He's six right. foot six. I well, mean, that's the Cam Newton thing. Just saying, they were never on the same six. page no. ever. Yeah. And I think losing Steve Smith made Benjamin have to become the one, and he's not. I think what they'll do with him in Buffalo, they'll play him on the outside. They got Jordan Matthews on the inside, but I think it's a good trade for Buffalo because Tyrod Taylor's not the most. They need receivers with long wingspan, the catch radius, and I think Benjamin gives them that. They and, have. Well, Lombardi has a good theory on that. When you take the number two receiver and make him the number one, what's your theory in that? Well, like was that that was you had one of those teams want to double the number one receiver with their with their corner with their best corner. I say you take your the number one receiver and you put your second corner on him and double him, and you put your best corner on the number two guy. So that's kind of what it is. So if, now, it were, if we're in Cincinnati two years ago, that would be like what they did with AJ Green and Sanu. Right. It's they, like a lot of teams put their two on Green, try to double them up, and then always they put double their one them, on and then Sanu. put your best player yeah. on Sanu. No, but in they, this case, you had another one. It was like a restaurant movie analogy <laughs> for when somebody gets bumped up. 
Maybe it was Fredo running the <laughs> nightclub. Let's be honest. I don't know. We know it's Goodfellas. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> exactly. Right out of the Barney movies. Let's see. There's about five of them. That's all there are. Yeah. I, I, go home, I go home and watch one of them tonight and see what I come up with. <laughs> yeah, you can always get an interesting take on yeah. it. I mean, yeah. I thought we were going to see the heist last night. Speaking of movies. We're going to see right? him next week. I think we are going to see him in Philadelphia. Oh, my God. I, he my looked wallet so can't nervous wait. when they my showed him. My wallet can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, could I don't you imagine going into Philly with the heist? Oh, my God. He's so close. To LaGuardia too. They get I don't. I I will parlay them with every other team in the league. The heist in Philly. Oh my oh, lord! I can't wait. That is really bad. There, so the Dwayne Brown trade I thought was interesting because that yep. reminded me of an NBA trade. Yeah, that's a Jeremy. The NFL trades are never like NBA trades where there's just multiple players and picks right. and different needs happening. And it was the needs of both teams. It was so cool. Like, they're like, we need to set someone in our secondary to help. Okay, we'll take Lane. That's the one guy in your Legion of Boom that you're willing to get rid of. And then you can have Dwayne Brown. We haven't had him all season anyway. You know, we're we're competing without him. Here you go. Fair trade. And this, it helps the Seahawks offensive line. Finally. Yeah, great for the Seahawks. Great for, for the Seahawks. For Houston, is it fair to say they don't think they can win the Super Bowl this year? I, I think they, they already won this year because Watson's great. Their fans are super excited. They're super fun. They're not they're, winning anything major. So they're going to sell a lot of Watson move. jerseys. There's right. no doubt. Absolutely. But I think their other theory is: look, we the way we're going to play offense is is we really don't need a traditional a, a traditional left tackle because we're running so much play action that and this guy's going to get a, we're going to move oh, him around the pocket. So like let's get let's get something for him. We know we're, if we have to drop back and pass in this game, Watson's really maybe not the guy we want. And the way we're going to run out, we're going to run a college offense with all the veer out, and we probably get by with a with a lesser left tackle. That's I like my it. thought. I like it. I think he it's was smart. kind of overqualified for the job. Yeah, yeah. Which well, is, they you know they they averaged thirty nine points since he became the starter. They averaged ten when Savage. I don't understand how they I got thought, to that. There's somewhat the Hopkins Fuller combo. I mean Fuller. Let's see if he can Fuller's play six 11, games in a row. Ca- Eleven catches. He's got seven, touch, seven I touchdowns. I mean he's unbelievable. He's he's like Randy Moss light as far as just being able to burn people. I, I mean it, it's, it's hard re- to find that. There's it's, a new generation of guys like that, right? Like a, the sons of Deshaun Jackson, basically. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because like Aguilar's like that. Mm-hmm. But there's these d- deep threat dudes that you don't hear from them unless Paul Richardson's another one. Paul yeah. Richardson was playing lights out. He was. Other. He's fantastic. He's unbelievable. I mean that, that. I mean, first of all, Hopkins was unbelievable because Hopkins is just he's amazing how he's always covered, but he always comes. Who down would you rather ball. have him or Jones? Julio. Yeah. I would probably rather have Julio, but I know Hopkins would play the whole game and be, you know, compete. Hopkins is always covered for me. But yet he makes so many great plays. His I, hands I are unbelievable. I saw Jerry Rice talk about Hopkins because he, he he was like, I used to watch Jerry Rice tape all the time because that's yeah. like how I learned how to run routes. And Jerry Rice was watching him. He was like, yeah, you can see this. Like he knows how to put his arm, his elbow into right. someone to give himself that much more space. Like you saw Steve Smith used to do that all the time. Like these little subtle things. That's what he, Hopkins He does. He's fun. like the guy who leads the NBA. Is, you know, when Barkley led the NBA at six, six and a half and rebounding, like that, that, that should never happen. Right. And yeah. that's the way Hopkins, he gets the position on the, he's got great balance. Tate, you know that Jerry Rice is by far the best receiver of all of time. Of all time, right? yeah. Because no he question. was before your generation. Yeah, but I've always been like, it's like the Jordan thing. It's like, I, you, you have to be able to appreciate it and go back and watch. Like, that's respect. It's like Joe Montana. Like, I didn't grow up with Joe Montana, but I've watched enough Joe Montana to be like, he's one of the greatest of all time, if it, not the greatest of all it's time. It's funny, though. I was the room, and I. it's in the book that I'm writing. We were going to pick Eddie Brown. This is a true story. We were going to pick Eddie Brown. And Bill Walsh was on the phone with Paul Brown Sr. trying to trade up to their pick to get Eddie Brown. And Paul Brown Sr. said, "No, we're going to keep the pick. We're going to make. We're going to. We're going to draft uh, Eddie Brown." They and, picked Eddie Brown. And who did they trade to get the Jerry Rice pick? Who Who was dumb enough to trade with them? Take a guess, Tay Frazier. 
The Cleveland Browns? No. no. The New England Patriots. <laughs> the New England Patriots, who in we the 20th a, century were the Cleveland Browns. Yes. We, we did a Lawrence Welk trade. We traded yeah. a one, a two, and a three for their one and three. Yeah. And my dumbass team's like, oh, okay. Here, and here's did, Jerry Rice. And Tate Frazier, we did it before they were even on the clock. We did it like the morning of the draft. And then we only had to wait for the Chiefs to make a pick. And the Chiefs pick Ethan Horton. And then we got Jerry Rice. Yeah. And the rest is history. The Patriots were freaking horrible for until I was like 32 years old. Would that, you, that's what you we did over and over again. If you time and you get Jerry Rice or you get what you have he now, which is Tom hurt. Brady Dynasty. Jerry Rice would have yeah. been like, a little bit that. I mean, as broken. a Sixer fan, I've had to live this existence my whole life. Yeah. I've have it, should have picked the guy that we didn't pick like this year again. So I think that, you know, sometimes... The funniest thing with the Pats was we got the first pick three times in like 10 years and each time it was in the draft, you didn't want it. It was yeah. like Ken Sims, Irving Fryer... And then Russell Maryland. Yeah. Those oh, were the yeah. three times. It was like we never. That's like the Eric Fisher. And then we finally pick. Bledsoe. And it was like, oh, my God, we get Bledsoe. He's going to save sure, the franchise. And they had to make sure you picked that because there was Bledsoe and Rick Meyer. And, and we almost the, took Rick Meyer. Uh, I'm no, amazed no, we didn't take Rick Meyer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot of Notre Dame people. Rick Meyer. A lot of Catholics in Boston wanted Rick Jesus. Meyer. I can tell you that. <laughs> um, what were so the good. other trades? Uh, the other trade is we got the Marcel Darius trade for the Bills to the Jaguars. Chemistry trade. Yeah, yeah, they dumped. It's, now that's a true NBA trade. That's a salary dump. Yep. They just dumped them. Marone knows the kid. And, you know, him playing in that front with Calais Campbell, less of Darius could mean more from him. They yeah. could really, with him and Malik Jackson and Darius and Campbell and those three of those guys inside, that's a load. I, I believe you create a strength and then build on a strength. And that's what Jacksonville did. Their strength is their D line. They added a strength to it, assuming they can get the kid to play well. Should Jacksonville have traded their first round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo? They should have traded everything they possibly could for Jimmy. Because the reason they're winning is because they every week they go into the game, they remind themselves that Blake Bortles is on the opponent's team. So they know they have to stop Blake Bortles from beating him. <laughs> to stop. And he's on the, he's on the jacket. They're just like handed off to Leonard Fournette. We're not going to let possible. Blake yeah. beat us today. Blake's wearing their jersey. He's, you know, we're I not going to let him. I put the stats on my column on Friday. His first seven games and Dilfer's last seven games in 2000 are I identical. It. I, it's amazing, right? Yeah. They are, they're truly going to be the, they're, the, you got to give them credit. And it's working. I mean, I didn't think, I don't think in this era of football it could work, but it is working. If Blake well, Bortles is running, running a QB elite camp on ESPN in 15 years, yeah. I will be so you happy. Don't don't <laughs> you, and, you and Steph Curry. You and, you'll yeah, be you and running Steph, Steph Curry's Curry shooting camp and then Blake Bortles football <laughs> the, camp. Yeah. The, the, the thing that's fascinating is, is that Fournette's better than Jamal Lewis. So yeah. just take that team and think about it, you know, and they have all the dynamics. Fournette's of ridiculous. The, it really is. It's too bad McCaffrey wasn't good because that would have been one of the best. I'm not going to rule out McCaffrey, but that really could have been one of the great running back drafts ever. With all, because Mixon's really good too. Mixon's really good. I mean, look yeah. at look at they got. You need to take a shower after you say it, but yeah, yeah. I mean, a, he's, he's, and then he comes out and he's bad mouthing the offense. I mean, yeah, just I mean, be, he's you yeah, just, just want to shut him up. Right? He'll yeah, reveal his yeah. his How ways. How about my man Ray Malaluga? He's upset that they traded. I mean, you've been there three weeks. You really have an apartment in Miami, and now you're worried about the trades? Are you kidding hey, me, Lombardi? Why is Miami such a shit show? Because I think you. Have we, to be, I thought we liked Gase. Gase is a good coach, but I think this is a situation where you have to be you. Fans don't Miami, Florida. You're on. There's a lot of stuff going on down there. Ooh, and like if your locker room isn't perfect and you uh, don't have a lot of good people in your locker room, 
things can go pretty bad in a hurry. So too okay. much partying. There are a lot of parties. It's like that. New Orleans. New Orleans is you got to be careful. The city, not because they're bad people in the city, just that there's a lot of stuff to do. A lot we of stuff we to see do. it in New York and basketball. With the right. Knicks. You got to be a lot able, of guys to get you lost. Got, you got to have yeah, the right. That's why the Knicks are bad. The one thing I, I think it's fascinating is is that they they're so worried about their life. Like Jarvis Landry, I reported. We reported on GM Street. He was available. Of course, they denied it. Issued it today. They report he's available again. Right. And then they go and say they tell the land. Yeah, the Miami Herald came out and said that he was available. So. Right, they he's been available. First rounder, right? It's, yeah. it's been no secret he's been available. It's the worst kept secret in the league. Everybody knows it. They just try to protect it because their locker room is so sensitive that they have to do it. And I think that's a big issue with Miami. Is it true? Is it true? People try to trade for Larry Fitzgerald. You know, I don't know how you could do it cap wise. Like everybody said, I saw him in the Boston that? airport. Yeah, I got a, a bunch of people that were hitting me up saying that he was in Boston at Logan International and that everyone was speculating that he was the big deal because everyone, you know, thought that the boogeyman was coming. The Patriots, you know, they lost yeah. Garoppolo, so there was some big deal coming on the back end of that. And all that was smoking. All Arizona was trying to, they were trying, they would have traded any safety today, safety, Honey Badger, any of those guys that play safety for him, they would have traded except for uh, Bubba Buddha, the kid that they Mm -hmm. drafted in the, in the first round, in the second round. But that was the only position they were willing to trade. Arizona should be trading everybody. Arizona should have a, a, have a for sale sign in front of their, uh, I mean like, what are they trying to do? I have no idea. They should tear that's it down. The, that's the Cousins team, right? If they, they just could, wait it out and keep the skill look, position players They lost Mahomes. They they wanted to get Mahomes. They tried to get there. Yeah, look, but Mike, how could they have known they needed a quarterback? I don't know. It's so hard. to. <laughs> why like why would they have? Come on. I don't know. Well, Cle- how could Cleveland have known that Deshaun yeah. Watson was going to be this good? He only started as a freshman in high school and in college. He only won a <laughs> national championship. I mean, how would they He's have known? He's the only guy they let wear number four at Clemson. I mean, how would they? How could you possibly know? Nick Saban comes out and says this is the best player i played against <laughs> Davo Sweeney calls him Michael Jordan how could you have known it when the I mean you can read between the lines with college coach bullshit when the coach is saying like this guy's going to change the cult when they start sounding like a Scientologist talking about the quarterback <laughs> Bill if you went that's to- when you know it's like should probably take this guy. The coach is about to pull his pants down and start masturbating you about how great this the, guy is. If you would have just gone to Clemson, South Carolina and walked around the campus and just walked through their football, he was everything. Yeah. And you would have said, he's going to give us this. Oh, and he won. And he won. And the thing is, Todd Boyd was there right before him, a guy that was everything before, and they completely forgot about him. They're like, I don't know who he is. They, 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 and they told you Todd Boyd. I mean, they're like, great kid. We love yeah, him. Yeah, we love him to death, but they probably we got go, the need to go to Canada. Yeah, nobody said that about Kelly Bryant when yeah. Deshaun was there. Is yeah. it possible that people are just down on this QB draft? Yeah, that's no. Okay. I think that's the other layer to the Garoppolo yeah. deal. I it mean, seems like that's Josh Cohen. Uh, uh, too much hype early, and now it's flipped the other way, and everybody's I mean, Josh too far Rosen, down. Yeah, Donald Donald's not coming. Lamar out. Jackson's not coming out. Lamar Jackson's not going to come out. Donald's not going to come out. Rosen will come out. There's a lot of you know. I mean, watch him play. You know, the Memphis quarterback. We watched the Oklahoma State Mason Rudolph. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think it's a very good draft. Which weirds me out because that would mean Garoppolo's value should have gone up, and I feel like you're preaching to the choir. Yeah. But thing is, I'm like, confused. Yeah, but not you, to bring up Jimmy. I'm just going to keep bringing him up. They couldn't have traded him in February, though, right? No, that's the thing. That's this the was the last window. Like, this was the for sale. This sign. is the last was, window. It was like Amazon. 
Well, wait, we're going to ask Lombardi, did he ever have a story about five minutes before the trade? Yeah, because we, we were just talking about how the trades. Because like, what, what are the odds? But the Browns had a trade that they and, screwed up. And, and you had one. You had Trent Richardson in 2013. That was yep. a big dead. That was probably the biggest of 2013. Right. But we had been working on that. The the I was in Los Angeles at the time when we made that deal. We had been working on that deal the day before. And, and it wasn't until Grigson finally agreed. It's unbelievable. I'm at USC. Grigson finally agrees to the deal. And so now I got to get back to my car, get back to the hotel. I'm trying to call Trent Richardson and I'm at SC Scout and, and I can't find my car. So I get in the car with the, this lady, the, 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 the parking lot security at USC's campus. And I'm on the phone. I'm calling Trent Richardson. And I tell the lady, I said, you know anything about football? I love football. I said, well, here, here's $20. You can't say a word of this to anybody <laughs> yeah. about what you're going to hear. And I walked around. I told Trent Richardson, made the trade and my life went on. Wow. What did Trent and Richardson I found say? my call. What did he huh? say when you called him? Was huh? he excited? Huh? That's what I said? Huh? 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 Yeah, we traded you And there. now Trent's right here. Trent, come on in. <laughs> <laughs> he was real excited because Jim Irsay sent a private plane to pick him up. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> oh, wow. And then my son was, was at the 49ers at the time. And, and they all came into my son's room and they're like, oh, your dad's an idiot. He just traded Trent Richardson to the 49ers, uh, to the Colts. We're going to get killed this week. You know, Trent Richardson and Trent Richardson had a one-yard touchdown run of the game. And then, of course, naturally, the rest is history. I got fired. I'm not bitter though. I'm not bitter though. You know, when Lombardi ran the Browns, we actually we we kept a distance from each other. Yeah, yeah, because Because you had to. You had a big thing. But I wrote a Richardson piece, and Lombardi was saying nothing. I knew he was like a pig and shit that he got a first round pick. (laughs) And then finally, you called me, and you were like, "We." And so good. And you're that was like, your heist. That was your virgin. Well, he was like, then I got fired for it. Though. He was like, and they Grigson a, got an extension. <laughs> but he was like, we got a first round for this guy. He runs like an offensive lineman. We can hand off to a guard. He would go just as he fast. He runs like Eddie Lacy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Fat Eddie before Fat Eddie. Yeah. He was Fat Eddie before Fat Eddie. Oh yeah. man, that's really tough. Uh, another one I want to talk about: uh, Jay Ajayi going to the Eagles. Your favorite team, Doug. That Peterson. seemed like another chemistry thing. Yeah, no doubt. And his knees bad. And Uh-oh. so, guy was picked in the fifth round. Oh, no. So let let look at the landscape of the league. Hold on, just remember everything you're about to say is about to go in every Philadelphia sports. Uh, I, I'm fine. I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm Trust you. me, they hate right. us. <laughs> <laughs> no, you bailed on me, Tate Frazier. You bailed on me. I got out of there. You're Steph Curry now. You're fine. <laughs> anyway, so the. Look, they've shopped the Jida. Every team, the Cowboys had no. Everybody's worried about the knee. Whether his knee's going to be good enough, the Eagles will find so out. So that's why the asset goes. That's down. That's why the asset went way down. And if you watch him play, there's times where you see him burst. He looks the same, but there's also times he doesn't look. He look like the same Jay Ajay. And they've got a problem in the locker room. If you're running for the, if you're running the Eagles, would you rather? Ha- if you're giving up your first round pick or fourth round pick for a running back, would you rather have Jay Ajay or Deion Lewis? I'd rather Deion Lewis. I'd, I'd rather have Deion, but they wanted That's, a bigger back. But the, the the Patriots finally came to the conclusion we couldn't trade Deion Lewis. Really? Yeah, because they had four running backs. Well, because, but but I think Gillespie was the one. If if somebody wanted him, I'm sure they could have had him. So we're out on. Should we send him on the canoe? No, I think he's there. Everybody's should I start saying Hail Marys for him. No, I think everybody's <laughs> going. I think the one thing the Patriots will do this week, now that they've had eight games, of the, they're going to define the roles of the players much better. Gillisley fumbled. We don't forget fumbles in the Patriots. He had a good start to the year. He had a couple touchdowns, and then it was over. Yeah, I miss Legarrette. The thing about Legarrette, he <laughs> was Legarrette a- might be coming back. <laughs> yeah. He might be coming back. Yeah. 
Don't rule it out. I mean, he don't rule it out because every time Laguerre goes, he comes back. The he's one like, thing with him, he's he, like Michael that's how Corleone. He, gets his value back up. he comes back. He he's plays, like Michael Corleone. Every time he thinks he's out of the Patriots, he comes roaring back. He he's loved never out being of the game. a Patriot the most out of anyone. And he There's knows this... it too. He's got a million five of incentives. He's going to be miserable to live with in Philadelphia. Oh my God. He's going to be so mean. Yeah, uh, that's true. Maybe we should get LeGarrette's condo and stone him ready. He'd be ready to is. go. He's going to come back. I'm yeah. excited. I hope he comes back. Uh, can I talk about two guys that a lot of people wanted to come back but didn't? And that's Josh Gordon and Megatron, Calvin Johnson. Yeah, There's I didn't a lot think... of rumors swirling about that. I don't, I don't, do you, I, I don't get the Megatron that. thing was idiotic. I have a I don't conspiracy even about that. Tired. I think that was all like fodder to get people talking about the NFL trade deadline, like what could happen because those guys are just oh, so like likable. But there's no way that Josh Gordon was getting reinstated think two the hours. Did it? I don't know. The you, you don't think it's because the Lions were holding a sale on his jersey because they had too many of them in stock? They wanted to reduce the price of them? Well, maybe when they had that Barry Sanders night and everyone came back, everyone was buying How about Megatron Al Michaels jerseys? and Barry Sanders? Did you see the interview with Big Al? <laughs> How was that? I think all the producers should have been fired. Yeah. They're like, hey, Barry Sanders, we have a chance to get Barry Sanders for the booth. And people are like, oh, great idea. He's so hey, dynamic. Al, Al promoted it before. Hey, we're going to have hey. Barry Sanders in here. Somewhere He's the, in the most third. boring interview in the history of sports. Coming up next. <laughs> but the thing is, they had like Dre Bly, but there was a bunch of guys that were in the building that probably would have been better interviews. You oh, of course, Dre Bly from North Carolina. He loves it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It could have been good. Yeah, I liked it. the Josh Gordon thing. My Made thing no, is like, if you haven't played a sport for two years, I don't want to read about you. Yeah. Like, catch a, Both catch of those one guys. catch before we yeah, talk like, about like, you again. Like, and then he's, so the Browns get reinstated. Who cares? Who's going to take you? Got tr First of all, any player like that, who's you got to try him out. You got to work him out to see if he's got any juice left in him. That's what I mean. That all these people are talking about the Eagles are trying to trade for Calvin Johnson. It's like, how do you know if he's in shape? How do you know where he is? Look, they're how do you know if he wants to play football? Because also, they his, got a Jai. The mummers are out today for Halloween with a Jai in Philadelphia. They're happy as hell. Was there one trade that didn't happen that you thought? Well, we talked about Joe Staley uh, being a, an available left tackle yeah. out there. I mean, I think was that, that the hurt. I one? think the Eagles hurt themselves out of Joe Staley. Mm. I think Fletcher Fletcher Cox hit him, had, broke his audible or whatever that happened with him. And I think that really created a problem, and you know they couldn't trade him at that point. So, because Doug Peterson was on the radio talking about just at his press conference, so I think that was one of those things that didn't happen. All right, we're gonna wrap this thing up. Great. Look, no, look, no, no, no. What, we got more. Scanning something. No, I, I, we got to talk about Doug Peterson quickly. Okay. Let's have the conversation. <laughs> we could have it all we want. Listen, you were a thousand million percent right on Deshaun Watson. Yeah. The Eagles are seven and one. You said Doug Peterson was going to be a head coach. Would it be a competent head coach? I don't know if he's a competent head yeah, coach. I heard you say that too. Well, I don't know. It's hard to, you know, look. I, is I he related to John Hamm but by you any can, chance? You, you have him. We're giving you a half season mulligan. You could be like, you know what? Doug Peterson is I'm coaching gonna, better than I expected. Uh, I, I don't know if, I think Carson Wentz is playing way better than I expected. Now, if you want to give Doug Peterson the credit for that, go ahead. I think their defense under Jim Schwartz is really well, really done Jim a hell Schwartz. of a job. I, I'm not ready to when go you there. Have, I'm not being stubborn about this. I, I just don't see it with Doug. The Italians are stubborn. I'm if, half if Italian. You, I'm super stubborn. If you want me stubborn. to be stubborn for you, I will. I'll go out there for you. No, Lombardi, no, but, I'm okay. I'm okay right. with it. I, look, are they better than I expected? There's no doubt. Uh, but look, last year, McAdoo, how many wins did McAdoo have last year? 10 it's a good yeah. that's a good let's line. just look can we can I'll, I'll admit it at the end of the year when the playoffs are over that's very fair I, I, i'll this is I'm a good wrong, update if i'm wrong i'll admit it but i'm going to stay where i am right now when you watch the tape 
let's let's rank it from one to five. The coaching staffs that just look like they're on it, all the way down. That's a five. Two all the way down to Hugh Jackson is a right. one. Where has the Eagles' coaching performance ranked this year? Well, look, I, I think off defensively, I think it's a five. I think offense, wow. I think they've been great defensively. If and offensively, their protection schemes are not sound. That's why Wentz gets hit so much. Because Wentz, he wasn't great in the Niners game. They get hit a lot, and yeah. the he's taken a beating. And their protection schemes, like the Giants' protection schemes, are not sound protection schemes. And good people can attack them. So. You know, but I. So you when, think as the season goes along, the teams are going to start attacking the Eagles certain ways that the, we're the not totally seeing. The good coordinators will. The, certainly the good especially coordinators. the left side of the line, right? Without Peters, I mean that's the good coordinators will. This yeah. week against Denver, they will have a hard time against them. I think the one thing to watch with Peterson that's bad. I know everyone talks about how good it was the first possession against the Redskins in that game. They had all those holding penalties. They went back from the forty yard line to the two yard line just every single time having a holding penalty penalty or something go wrong. And that was the first time I was like, wow, this looks like an undisciplined team. Right. And then, well, they, then it like, all got righted and it all got figured out and they won the game, obviously. But well, they that won was the, the game first because for whatever reason, Kirk Cousins, I mean, for whatever reason, my man, uh, uh, Jay Gruden decides on third and one to go empty twice mm-hmm. and he's playing against a really good offense. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I think if you're Greg Minuski, two times you've played the Eagles, you've played them pretty well. Your offense lets you down. So like... Jack Del Rio, I think, has done a really bad job. This I season. think he's 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 the and leader. I think it goes back to last year. Last year, I was like, oh, maybe I was wrong about Jack because I never thought he was a good coach. And then, you know, they go for two in that early in the season, and it gave them a little juice, swagger, the easy schedule. But when they went to that playoff game, and Carr got hurt, and they had the backup, and the team was so unprepared and had no idea how to play for the backup, you could tell they didn't have confidence in him. Right, and I was like, oh, he's a bad coach. And then right. that's been borne out this year. I don't have an opinion yet on Peterson. I, I, I just haven't watched the Eagles enough. But when they you, do seem undisciplined to me. Well, I think that when you look at them, look, they have had they were third in the National Football League in third or ten or more. That's a lot of third. I mean, that's right. bad offense. Mm-hmm. But they but Wentz has made plays. But Wentz throws it down the field. He makes plays. Wentz he makes scrambles plays. out. He I looks think like Wentz, young Ben Wentz has been able to overcome it. But if I'm wrong at the end of the year, I'll be happy. But to Wentz has been, we think Wentz is Wentz has been 100% Wentz, blue chip legitimate. or legit. He's a top five. Okay. I think he should be the MVP of the league. I think he's covering up a Can lot of Can we go sins. through the last games here? Of course. They don't. Home, they have the third easiest schedule in the league. They're seven and one. Home for Denver. Denver is basically make or break. Right. This is it. Denver has to win this game, but they might have the heist, so they might be eight and one after this game. Bye week at Dallas. No Zeke potentially. They might have lucked out with that. Home for Chicago. There's a win mm-hmm. at Seattle at the Rams. That's a tough combo. Those are two hard. Yeah, games. that's a one and one. That could that could even be an be 0 and 2. two. Yeah, at the Giants, who I, might be tanking. I yeah, think the one thing you have to look at when you see the Eagles is the like next to the team, Wade Phillips. You know Pete Carroll, the defensive coordinator that understands how to attack what they're doing offensively, is critical. So we need to watch for the game when the right team says, "Here's how you attack the Eagles." Right, like like it could what, be Denver this week. Oh, it definitely will be Denver. Denver. Denver will play man-to-man on him. They'll stop the running game and they'll pressure him inside. And they'll put Von Miller over on their left tackle, who won't be able to handle it. And they'll but getting this guy on the ground is a lot harder than people think. At Giants Week 15, home for Oakland, home for Dallas last week of the season. Yeah. I mean, the second half of the schedule is more more difficult. Other but than the Chicago still, game, they've got some fairly tough games. No left tackle. 
no left tackle. Jordan Hicks, nobody talks to ever talk about the, the Jordan Hicks injury on defense really hurts them because if their defense, their defense wins with their front. Everybody says, well, they're getting away with these corners. No, they're getting away because the corners don't have to cover. It's like Houston. Houston's secondary was bad last year with mm-hmm. Kevin Johnson, Kareem. J- those guys. Kevin Johnson's a great kid, but he they haven't beat a covered lot. anybody. Yeah. But they have J.J. Watt, Marcellus. They have all these guys rushing. They don't have to cover for long. Same thing in Philadelphia. Dude, can we do insulted you a little bit? I was really excited for that. Yeah, not yeah. for nothing. Yeah. Do, do you have anyone that's on the docket this week? Lombardi? I want to insult other than Doug Peterson. Uh, I, I didn't insult him today. <laughs> I want to insult Bill. You've watched a lot of college, a lot of football. I do. Okay. the 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 Houston Texans are playing the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, the two minutes. That was rough. The seven seconds they run two running plays and only yeah. seven magical seconds. Magical seven seconds. Where it was is like the magic like, why am I the JFK? only one screaming about that? Like I want to insult the clock How about operator. This? Why are you running the ball? Deshaun Watson. They can't stop him. Well, that Just I, I, roll him out either side and he's going to find somebody well, or run the ball. That comes back to Bill O'Brien. That's what makes me so frustrated about him. It's, it's like he's getting all the credit for Deshaun Watson. It's like he's still doesn't trust Deshaun Watson They're in three and four. situations. They, yeah. they blew the Seattle game. And, and by the way, they blew week one because they started Tom Savage. No doubt. Against so Jacksonville. Those are two I wins that should have. But even forgetting all that, like how can somebody not be complaining about two running plays only taking seven seconds? Like that to me is remarkable, and nobody's written about it. Nobody said a word about it, other than Tate Frazier and I. So I'm gonna insult. I did, it, I did it for you. I'm gonna insult somebody a little bit. Who? I've been getting emails from the Vikings fans that mm-hmm. I'm discounting that this team's pretty good, and why aren't I mentioned? Because we mentioned all the, like the potential Super Bowl teams, and I I kind of poo pooed Minnesota. So this is you talking to the Case Keenum burner account right now? Yeah. So you're not you're not doing anything in the playoffs with Case Keenum. I just want. I really like the Vikings fans. I really do. My be- the best man in my wedding, Jeff Gallo, my best friend in the world, Vikings fan. Yeah. Wait, I've watched some Vikings losses with him. I know the pain. I get it. I'm trying to save you people from getting hurt. <laughs> Case Keenum's not winning three playoff games or two, whatever it takes to get to the Super Bowl. It's not happening. He's Case Keenum. Don't let, don't get sucked in because he looked good against the Browns in London. But, and he has be careful. Pl- he has played good for him. I grant you that. I'm a bigger Case Keenum fan than you are. I agree with what you're he's saying. He's Case Keenum. He's Can he be gonna... Rex Grossman? No. No, he's not going to be Stop. Rex Grossman. But their offense is not going to be. You know, look, I like Zimmer's job he's done in Minnesota. I I like Minnesota to to because of the Rodgers injury. Look, Detroit. I think has has always been a paper tiger. Well, how about Detroit last week? I mean, how the, did they not beat the Steelers? They were inside the ten yard line twice. They got times. zero I mean, points. They got no points. But you know, I, I like Minnesota because they're good in the kicking game. They're good on defense. And if Case Keenum doesn't stub his toe, I think they're really good. I'm going to insult somebody else a little bit. We're going to go to basketball for a second. <laughs> I, I hope I, know, I hope he's going where I hope he's going. You can't trade up for Markel Fultz. <laughs> Unless you know for sure that he's a sure thing. You can if your I, name's Brian Clangell. I, I don't the think I've been to Philadelphia for like 15 years. After the deal all leaks out. They give him a physical. They yeah. need him for five minutes. And then they just basically rush to trade through because their fans are excited. How about this? Spend like two days with them. Work them out. Do some stuff. You the just, Celtics spent two days with them and, and then immediately hey, traded the pick. Hey, how about this? Watch him play basketball. He, that, <laughs> yeah, that was the problem. Quarter. Tate Frazier, from the first time I met Tate Frazier, has not been he's, a Fultz fan from the beginning. And I he thought, well, he just, you know, he's right. I got sucked in by all the YouTube clips. I was like, this guy's a sure thing. I, I'll fully admit. And then the more research I did and the more people I talked to, they were like, this draft's great. You don't, 
You're, you're, you're any like, of the top nine guys to, could be the best guy. Like Frank Nitalinka might be the best guy in the draft. What does he bring to the table that you say, oh my God, we got to have him and trade an asset? You know, I, I think it's, it's, he's a flatline B. Like, and that's not the number one pick. I mean, that, that like there's there's no skill set. He doesn't have the long arm. He doesn't have no, something that nothing. distinguishes himself to make him. Because the thing great. is, like, even if you had just taken De'Aaron Fox, right? right? You just Speed. just do that. Just have just this guy's good. He can play guard. He right. gives us flexibility. We'll keep the pick. Like, think of their future right now. Right. Like, I don't even get the fact that like Fultz is actually good with the ball in his hands. If you said to me, "What does he do really well?" I, like, I've watched him. He dribbles. He penetrates. He's got it a nice like, spin move. Yeah. yeah. I mean, nice he gets every away. shot blocked. Yeah. Don't Athletic. get me wrong. Don't yeah, get me wrong. He gets a lot of every shots shot, blocked. Yes. Every shot he takes, and then there he's gotten blocked. But like, you're telling me he was better off the balls. That's why. We, like, why wouldn't we just take ball? If and by the way, yeah, if you're taking somebody that you want off the ball, that's actually what Lonzo is perfect at. Lonzo doesn't like having the ball. Lonzo right. likes having the ball for two seconds and getting rid of it. I think he would perfect. Or even Jackson. Could you imagine, could like you imagine yeah. if they would have ball? Well, that would shooting would have been tough. Could you yeah. imagine <laughs> if they would have had ball and and Simmons? Like I think Simmons is great. I well, think you have you have guys. to be out of your mind with Simmons. I mean, I'm completely delighted with Simmons. I was saying to Chris Ryan today, Simmons is my biggest revelation in the season, and I watched a lot of him in college because I thought the Celtics had a chance for that pick. And he's he's better as a as at this age than I thought he was gonna be. He like he's he's twenty nine and eight like every night or it's an accident. If he doesn't get that, then with no jump shot, with no jump shot, with no jumper, and that's only gonna grow. He's I mean, if he learns like an eighteen footer, he's gonna be unstoppable. He hit one last night. I mean, I was flipping between the football game and the and the rocket game. He like the guy's great. Like I'm really delighted with him. And if I'm not giving up on faults. I just think like it's just crazy that they traded up. Fultz, Fultz is going to be an accessory. I mean, the best thing Colangelo can hope for is to turn Fultz into something better. But that's the problem with the Sixers when what they've done with this whole process. They've devalued so many guys, whether Nerlens Noel or Jalil Okafor, and what they're doing with Fultz now. It's like Carter Williams. I think it's smart for them to say that it that it is a shoulder injury and try to frame it that way so it doesn't come across that he's a bust. But they can't do what they did to Okafor. Okafor has no value. He's just sitting on the bench. I mean, I feel bad for the guy, and he went and to Duke. I don't feel bad on the for bench. Duke Amir people. Johnson's playing in front of him. Yeah, that's got to be demoralizing. <laughs> that's gotta, I don't, it's demoralizing for me to watch. I don't <laughs> understand that at all. I don't I don't understand. Like, I understand the process and what the whole angle is, but I don't understand why you want to def- – you should be trying to pump these people up as much as you can. I mean, at least Okafor's getting a little post and score. I grant you he plays no defense and all that, but look, but I'm there happy There are plenty of guys that don't play defense. Al Jefferson doesn't play defense. I will say this, though. We were texting two weeks ago and you were talking about the parallels between the Browns and the Sixers. In the NBA, it works because if you hit rock bottom, you have a chance to get Ben Simmons. Yep. If you hit rock bottom in football, you might not have a chance to get anybody. And on top of it, you have all these young players who are just getting their asses kicked. It's not basketball. It right. makes them it's, hate the game. That's it makes how, them, Jalil looks like he hates playing basketball. He right really, now. I'm sure he right. does. And that guy used to. I mean, you go watch and you go back and watch him at Duke. Now you've never liked Jalil Okafor. Him passing I've known out you the post ever for his entire career. You've never saying, believed you can't in him devalue, ever. You just can't devalue the, your players like that. I, just, I don't know why they just. Like I don't know what they think they're going to get for him. I mean, they, they just Nothing. sit him there. The Knicks did it with Carmelo. Yeah, it's where and they almost did it with Porzingis. Where this, there was a moment where the Celtics almost got Porzingis. Oh my god! Which you, is you like see, you have to bring that, that is up. insane. Picked, yes. He was almost available. We picked Okafor over Porzingis. Yeah, that. I mean, there was good. like who was the guy right in front of Okafor in that draft? Well, D'Angelo. Well, there Russell. was, but there was Towns Okafor for 
a while, and then Towns well, kind of climbed Okafor over. Was going to be the one because yeah. he's the one that took Duke all the way. He was the best one and done. That that I season. still believe. I I mean, I told you I would trade for him if I like. The, oh, for, I feel like the Spurs are just going to steal him mm-hmm. at some point, and I that's, bet you they do. And that's I hope the they do because I mean, to me, it's ridiculous. I don't feel like Lombardi insulted enough people this week, but that's all <laughs> I right. Did. I know we have to go. <laughs> you have some. Like, is there anything else that stood out to you? I'm good today. I'm good. This was awesome. This I want to insult Marty Herney for trying to ruin the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Keep going. It's unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. I want to insult Steph Curry. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. How dare you butter up Tate Frazier? I know what you're up to. What if he tries to start like a LeBron James media company? Who's his first hire going to be? Tate, be Frazier. Tate Frazier. It might yeah. be called, a bit inter- more it's with you, Steph Curry. interrupted. And <laughs> Steph, every time he starts talking, I just start talking over him. That'll be good. <laughs> All right, Tate Frazier. Wow, that was awesome. Thanks, Thanks for having God. me, guys. It was this so was much awesome. fun. First guest. It was a beautiful time. Yeah. All right. This has been another edition of GM Street, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. We will be back Saturday with Mr. Mike Lombardi's picks. Four for five. Mike Lombardi's Saturday 15 yeah. minute picks. Mr. Four Fists. Absolutely 100%. I'm, essential. I'm actually, I don't even bet, but I'm like, you don't going even think it. of it like a gambler. You just look at the matchup and you go, wow, that team's going to beat this team. Yeah. So, I, I, but people should listen to that. Just a football guy making football my best, picks. My best story of that, when I was at NFL Network, this guy was living in Connecticut. And every week on Wednesday on the show, the, the producer would always make me pick an upset special of the week. Yeah. And so I got on a roll that year and I, and I ended up being like, I was like 13 and one that last week of the season. I had to pick between Pittsburgh and Cleveland. I basically, the guy was betting on me every week. He bought his wife his engagement ring from betting on the thing. Was his name Haralabob? No. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Anyway, I'm on, I got, I got a good thing going. I'm happy. Well, I like your picks. That's a good podcast. You guys are doing a great job. I'm really proud of you. Thanks, Bill. Boom. Thanks again to Wish. Want to save big? Over 300 million smart and thrifty shoppers have discovered Wish, the mobile mall app that makes it easy to shop fashion, shoes, electronics, and more directly from the makers. That way you pay 60 to 90% less than what you pay in a store. And now, for our listeners, Wish is offering all new users a free gift with purchase, but dedicated Wish lovers don't worry about being left out. All listeners can download and open your Wish app, find things you didn't even know you needed, and enter the code RINGERNFL for 20% off your purchase.